Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. I'm Kelsey Matheson, and this is episode number 52. 52! 52 episodes, my friends. That means I have completed one year's worth of weekly episodes. I've been doing this now for an entire year, recording one episode every single week. That's crazy! (laughs) That's so crazy! (laughs) I mean, it's an accomplishment, if I do say so myself. Really, 52 episodes. Oh my gosh. Well, This week, I wanted to address some of the comments that a few people wrote on one of my Facebook posts. So a few weeks back, I posted this. I said, what do you feel you are the most confused about in terms of building your business? Most wellness entrepreneurs are amazing at what they offer, but when it comes to building their businesses, they feel a little lost and frustrated. I'm in the process of doing some market research, and I would be so, so grateful to hear your thoughts. What are you most stressed about or you need more support in as you grow your wellness business? So I posted that and I am doing a little market research. I am doing some market research basically to help me decide what a new lead magnet should be. And I also just want to know what my audience needs are. What do they need? And a few people answered, so I thought I would address them in this episode today because I know that whatever these women posted about in terms of the areas that they're struggling with as they build their businesses, I know that many of you who are listening will be able to relate and maybe you're struggling in this area as well, so I know it will be helpful. So Darla wrote this in the comments. She says, honestly, it's knowing the breakdown of what to do specifically. Like, I know we need a website, but what are all the moving parts of a website? We want to record courses, but what are all the parts of doing that? How do we edit? I feel confident in terms of what to offer in content, but how do we say it? Oh, and what about worksheets? It's the detailed pieces that I seem to overlook or I really just don't understand. Okay, amazing. And then I should also mention that a few people replied to Darla's comment saying that they felt the exact same way. So look, it's true. As entrepreneurs, we wear a lot of hats and getting to your first $100,000 in your business is where all the blood, sweat, and tears comes in because at that stage, you are wearing most of the hats. And Darla is, she's a certified life coach. She got certified as a life coach. And of course, after she got her certification, she's super stoked, super excited about starting her business. But then it gets pretty overwhelming pretty quickly with all the moving parts, as she said. So if we want to avoid burnout, avoid confusion and frustration, and make the process of starting and getting our businesses off the ground with as little stress as possible, we have to stop bumping into all the trees (laughs) and look at the journey from a bird's eye view. Okay, so Darla's mind is thinking, okay, a website. What are all the moving parts of a website? Boom, she hits a tree. And then her brain's like, oh, right. And then the courses and the course material. And where do I even begin with that? And boom, she hits another tree. 
And then there's content and there's social media and getting our message out there and worksheets and boom, 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 boom. She's hitting all the trees. So what I want to do is I want to swoop in there like a bird and bring her up above the tree line so she can take a look at her journey from above, right? The bird's eye view. And that will also help her to take a a moment, take a breath, pause, and stop all the chaos (laughs) that our brains like to create, right? Here's the other thing about bumping into all those trees. She's not getting anywhere. You know those fun houses you walk into at amusement parks and there's a room within the fun house maze that has all those big bags hanging from the ceiling? Like they literally look like a bunch of big punching bags hanging down from the ceiling. And as you walk through them, you're trying to avoid getting hit, but then you get hit and then they're swinging and bumping into you and they're heavy so that you kind of knock into more of the bags and then they're all swinging and it's you're stumbling and you're getting pummeled really from every direction trying to get through this thing. That's kind of what Darla was doing in her message, right? Like that's what her brain is doing. Your brain looks at all the things and it's like, ah, it's getting knocked around. I can't do this. I don't know how to do that. What if I forget something? I'm not techie. When will I have the time? I'm a life coach, not a web designer. Like you're just, your brain's going to freak out because that's your brain's job, really. (laughs) So I'm going to swoop in and we're going to take a look at this from a bird's eye view. Let's look at the journey to get through the forest without a broken face. (laughs) We're going to choose to focus on one thing, but what makes the most sense to start with, right? Does it make the most sense to start with creating a course first before the website? Maybe. Or does it make the most sense to start with creating worksheets for your clients? I don't know. The answer is it depends. Is your course online or is it in person? Are the worksheets a part of the course material or are they going to be a lead magnet? It depends. And remember, there's no one size fits all when it comes to building your business. And that's good news. So I would want Darla to lay it all out for herself. What makes the most sense to focus on first? and then choose to focus on that one thing. If she wants to start working with clients as soon as possible and get them into her program, let's say her program is an in-person eight-week course and the worksheets are a part of the course material, then she might choose to not even worry about the website at this point and just focus on putting the course together. And once the course is structured, then she can create worksheets for that course And once that's completed, she can start promoting the course and and she can get to work, essentially. She doesn't necessarily need a website for that. And while she's running the course, then she could work on building the website. And then she'll be able to add testimonials to the website. And then she'll maybe have an even clearer idea on what her clients' needs are from running the program. So her copy and her messaging and her marketing will be more on point after having run the course before she even launched the website right? That's one scenario. Or maybe her course is all online. Like there isn't an in-person type of program or there's no in-person element to the program. And maybe the majority of the content lives online, but she has a private Facebook group, for example, for all the members who join. And then she nurtures her group in that Facebook group. So in that case, Starla's first area to focus on could be the website for sure. Get the website up and running, right? That's where all her course material is going to be hosted. That could be first. And then she focuses on getting the course material material ready. And then she uploads that to the already 
established website. Well, not established, but it's up and running. She has it there. And then she's able to upload the course material onto the website. And then maybe the worksheets are a part of the material. So she works on the worksheets and then people will be able to download them from the website. Again, another scenario. There is no right or wrong. It really depends on what your business looks like, where you want to take it, and what areas you feel you need to focus on first. Don't let anyone tell you, well, you have to have a website if you're going to build a business. That's not necessarily true. And when you lay it all out of the things that you want to do for your business, okay, I want a website, I want to create courses, I need some worksheets, I, have, uh, I want to do a lead magnet. You will know what you want to work on or what you think you should be working on first or what the priority is. You'll know, you'll feel where you need to focus on first, okay? The second guessing is your brain just trying to keep you safe. I know it's trying to keep you safe, but in doing so, it will keep you stuck. So lay it all out. List all the things that you want to work on. Choose what needs to be taken care of first and then work on that. Again, don't worry about what everybody else does. My friend who's also a coach did this first, or I know this is how they run their business. Do what makes sense for you, for your clients, and then it will make sense for your business. Okay. Next, Jennifer wrote this. For me, I find it's getting the right messaging across to people to see the value in what I provide. I mean, saying I transform lives is so general. And it feels like everyone is using the same language and I want something unique. I'm impatient and want to have all my stuff out there like now, but I know it takes some time to build. This is really great. Okay, Jennifer, I agree. I think saying I transform lives is used a lot in the health and wellness industry because look, that's what we're doing, right? We're health and wellness entrepreneurs for a reason, to transform lives. And I transform lives very differently than how Jennifer transforms lives, and which is very different from how Darla transforms lives. I transform lives, that, that little sentence is widely used, but every wellness entrepreneur is going to literally transform their clients' lives very differently. And basically, this is what I call your X factor. What is it about working with you, Jennifer, that is unlike working with anyone else. What do you bring to the table that no one else does? And I know this can be a hard one for people. I talk about defining your X factor in episode five of this podcast. What makes you unique from anybody else in your space? What makes you do and what you do and how you work with your clients unique? How do you transform lives? How do your clients describe working with you? How have you changed their life? And if you're just getting started and you haven't had any or many clients yet, that's okay. Your X factor can shift and change and evolve right alongside you on this entrepreneurial journey. And Jennifer mentioned that she doesn't want to use the same language, that she wants to be unique. Well, by sharing your X factor and how you specifically transform lives in your own way, you inherently will be communicating what you do differently. And what I would want to stay away from, though, is trying to be clever or super creative in a way that could actually overshadow what it is that you do. Does that make sense? Like being real and authentic 
is much more interesting and attractive for people to find you and be attracted to what it is that you do than trying to be clever for the sake of just trying to be different because you're worried, well, everyone says that they transform lives. So I want to try and come up with a fun and clever and more interesting way of saying it. That's okay. But as long as it's not overshadowing the value that you provide or it's confusing, right? I've seen some people get super creative and they really try to be fun in their messaging and different. But then when I'm looking at their stuff, I'm actually confused. I don't really understand what it is that they do. Just by knowing your X factor, just knowing what makes you unique and what makes your business unique and how you serve and transform and offer value in a way that is unlike anyone else, that right there will create messaging in your content that will stand out and be recognized by the people you are meant to serve. And I should touch upon something that Jennifer also brought up, which is, well, and I thought it was very honest, and I I feel like so many of us can relate to this, but she said, I'm impatient And I want to have all my stuff out there like now. (laughs) And I totally get it. And I still go through that when I'm launching a new lead magnet or a new program or I have a new masterclass I'm teaching. I'm working towards building the numbers in my mastermind group. I'm like, why can't it all be in place now? Like, why can't it all be running smoothly now? Why can't this lead magnet be converting now? Why can't I have 100 people in my program like right now? (laughs) Many of us can relate to that. So here's the thing to remember. It's not really about the goal. It's about who you become as you work towards that goal. So Jennifer, who are you becoming as you work towards having all of your stuff out there, as you work towards spreading your message, as you work towards connecting with potential clients and signing up more clients and working with your current clients? Who are you becoming in that process? Because that is really what being an unstoppable entrepreneur is all about, right? And we've heard the quote that it's the journey, not the destination, but it's true. And I want you to think about your transformation as an entrepreneur as you work towards building your business and how powerful that is. I am not the same person I was 13 years ago when we opened Anamaya Resort. I'm not the same person I was seven years ago when I created my first online program for women. I'm not the same person, I'm not the same entrepreneur, I'm not the same woman. So yes, the impatience is real, (laughs) it's no joke, I get it. But if I had a magic wand and I was like, poof, I was gonna make it all happen for you right now, there would be so much that would be lost. And because of that, you might not actually be able to handle it. A big part of our growth journey is getting us ready for when things do really start to flow, when things that we visualize start to manifest. So thank you for being so honest about that, Jennifer, because I know so many people who are listening right now can totally relate to that. I mean, I can as well. And the last comment I'll touch on today was by Alyssa. So Alyssa says, I think for me, it's the fear of the unknown. So many of us have passions, interests, and gifts that we want to share. The art of building a business feels like an entirely different skill set. Having a coach, a guide, and mentor to break the process into smaller pieces, offer tools, and the next steps is so valuable. I love that, Alyssa. Building a business is a different skill set. For example, if I ask one of my clients who's a massage therapist and a yoga teacher what she does, 
if I ask or somebody came up to her and asked, hey, what do you do? Her answer is, I'm a massage therapist and a yoga teacher. She doesn't say I'm an entrepreneur. She went to school to be a massage therapist. She did a 200-hour yoga teacher training to become a certified yoga teacher. This whole building a business journey we got ourselves into is a whole other thing. That's why we need to focus on one step at a time, as I mentioned regarding Darla's comment. That's why we need to remind ourselves that our evolution as business builders happens in the work towards reaching our goals and in all the failures and in all the missteps and in all the lessons learned. Look, ladies, this entrepreneurship thing is challenging. And that's also why Alyssa mentioned how important it is to have a coach or a mentor or a guide to help you every step of the way. We can't do this on our own. That's exactly why I created my Mastermind for Wellness Entrepreneurs, which Alyssa and Darla actually are members of. I created it because we all need the accountability. We all need that extra support and guidance when things get hard, because guess what? (laughs) They will. That never goes away. And look, we are in the last stretch of 2020. (laughs) Sorry, nope, not 2020. (laughs) We're in the last stretch of 2022. (laughs) So if you would like support and an infusion of motivation and learn some of the tools that I use to help me grow seven-figure businesses, six-figure businesses. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years. And these tools I teach the members in my mastermind group help them to stay on track, help them to sign more clients, help them to make more money. If that's something that you are interested in, we would love you to join the mastermind group. I'll make sure that the link is in the show notes. But before I end this episode, my question for you this week is the same question that I posted on Facebook that inspired this episode. What do you feel you are the most confused about in terms of building your business? Just the act of gaining some clarity on that can help you shift your perspective, can help you change the way you think about it, how you prioritize it. And I'll say it again, join my mastermind. Myself, plus a whole group of women entrepreneurs, will have your back, and we can help you unpack and understand all the confusing aspects about building a business. So the last thing I want is to leave you feeling stuck. All right. Have an amazing week, my friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time. And if you join the mastermind, then that means I will see you next Wednesday. (laughs) All right. Ciao for now. Hey, if you are ready to grow your business, serve more people and make more money, then I'd like to invite you to join my mastermind for female wellness entrepreneurs. If you are a life coach, a yoga teacher, retreat leader, fitness expert, massage therapist, or healer, join this amazing group of women who are working towards becoming unstoppable as they grow their businesses. You will learn what it takes to start making at least $10,000 per month consistently. Just head over to KelseyMatheson.com, click on work with me at the top of the homepage and sign up to the mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs. Let's start working together to grow your business. I'll see you inside. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please share this with another female entrepreneur who might need some love and support. 
And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week. 